Hello, everybody! Happy, happy, happy Tuesday, and welcome back for another episode. If not now, when? I'm your host, Wen, today, and I'm just so excited because our special guest today join us, Ming Chen, on the show. And let me tell you a little bit about Ming. First, you need to know about Ming is Ming is always ready to serve. He is such a big part of a local Austin community. He served as a board member for so many nonprofits. He always ready to support and send any questions and help out when he need. So that's one. Secondly, Ming also is a very successful business person. In 2009, my friend, in such a tough time for all of us, he started the idea with his friend in the basement in a very very cold Michigan state. He start wrong with idea seven years, build the idea from the basement to truly a global enterprise. Then he exit the business 2016. Today I am just such honor to have Ming join today's show to share such an incredible journey. I'm just so excited. Thank you so much for joining us, and welcome to the show. Wow! Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be here today, and then hopefully, you know, your listeners will benefit from some of the insight that I have to share. Amazing, amazing. So let's jump in here, Ming. You have such a beautiful journey. Just to tell us how does all the magic. Begin. You know, I don't know if there if it's it's magic per se, but I would say <laughs> it's a passion, right?、Um, I knew at a very young age that I, I I was not built or made to work for anybody.、Um, I'm the youngest, you know, of, of eight in a family of eight, very hardworking refugees from Vietnam. But you know, growing up being dirt poor, I just I just felt like it was my calling at a at an early age that I I wasn't going to work in the corporate world. I gave it a try. It didn't work for me.、Um, I made a lot of friends. Don't get me wrong, and it was fun at,、uh, during during the time. But I just couldn't. I didn't feel like、uh, you know I was a nine to five type of person. So that's when I, I really branched off and started my own company in two thousand nine. And I me, mean, you come and、uh, briefly, briefly about you coming from the immigration background. And you know, when you talk, you mentioned that your family immigrated from Vietnam, you know, to Michigan. Um, you know,、uh, when they when you were young, right? When you were not even born yet.、Mm-hmm. I'm curious how that immigration life impact and shape who you are today. You know, it, it wasn't easy. And again, in my early age, you know, I, I I don't remember much, but just hearing the stories, you know, and, and I tell people who um, you know, they like to learn about my family. I always ask them, it's like us picking you up from America, throwing you back to Vietnam,、uh, and you don't speak the language for one. Secondly, you have no money, and thirdly, it's cold, it's snowing. <laughs> how how would you handle that? And then that's kind of when the the light bulb goes off to folks like, wow, that that's quite a journey.、Um, mm-hmm. Her family went through that, and so I give it a lot to my my parents and the the siblings because you know it's you know it's basically starting your life all over again in a new world almost,、um, and trying to figure it out. And the government was、uh, will give you some assistance. But you know, it's re- it's really pretty much enough to get you by. It's what you make of it is is really gonna what makes you.、Um, I look at it. So at an early age, when I saw the struggles that, especially what my mom was going through,、um, it really dawned on me that hey, I don't want to be like this. I wanna I wanna be something different, something special.、Um, I wanna 
I want to make a name for our family. I want to leave a legacy. And so it was always in the back of my mind. And um, so be it, here we are today. I, I, this is so beautiful. I love that you took that experience and really, you know, use that, use strength so you can build something bigger. You can be something that your family are so proud, which is so incredible. And you mentioned earlier, you know, uh, in the beginning, you said you always knew you want to be an entrepreneur. I wonder, when did you knew and how do you knew that's your thing? At an early age, I know I didn't want to be poor because <laughs> being poor really sucked growing up. Um, you know, coming from a, a large family, I always wonder why, you know, my big bowl of rice only had one piece of meat or one piece of egg. And I hated it because it's really hard if you try eating rice by itself. Right. It's, it's very, <laughs> <laughs> you know, being Asian. So that really started to, 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 to drive me, I think, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I was really I was I was kind of blessed with um, with the ability of being very athletic, too. And so I felt like being, you know, a minority but Asian growing up in Lansing, Michigan uh, and, and playing sports really helped me compete and not really give up. Right. And so I always wanted to win. I always wanted to be the best player. Um, I never liked to lose. And so that all that in combination of being poor and being picked on growing up and being picked up, uh, picked on in school, wearing, you know, old clothing, um, not having lunches to eat. It just all built up in me. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to live this. My kids aren't going to live this lifestyle and I'm going to just really try to do something big. And, and I remember at a really young age, my, I remember my older brothers, I have four older brothers that laughed at me. And I said, you know, someday I'm going to own something big. For, for us and the family. And, and at the time I had a vision of owning a bank. So I'm going to own a bank someday because it was money. Right. And they all laughed at me uh, and they're like, whatever, get out of here. You're so full of it. You know, and uh, things like that. I always kept in the back of my mind when people told me I couldn't do something. I use that fuel. Um, Beautiful. Myself. And so that's, I use a lot of those experiences growing up to, to help me drive to where I am today. So tell us a little bit about the journey. You have this idea, and how does the entrepreneur journey unfold? Again, it it, came, it comes with the vision and the dream, right? Um, I mentioned I was very into sports. I, I that's all I knew growing up. While kids were watching TV, and my wife actually laughs at me a lot because I don't know a lot of the shows. Um, when they talk about when my wife and the kids talk about that they watch growing up, I have no idea what what they are um, because I spent most of my time really outside playing sports, getting better. Uh, and, and so with the passion with sports, you know, I played everything, volleyball, basketball, tennis, soccer, baseball. Um, I just really enjoyed sports. So I knew uh, when I started the business, it was, it was going to be something sports related because that was my passion. So I took, I took um, that passion and built a brand called Fan Tape that nobody was doing at the time. So what I did was I really just took the basic concept of duct tape, which is really boring and gray and put basically college uh, logos and colors on them and uh, tested the market. And at the end of the day, I had over a hundred college licensing that gave me the rights to make my product with their logos on it. And that's what really started the whole company. So um, it was really fun. I got to travel around the country talking to every single basically athletic department because that's what I enjoyed. And they all loved the concept. And I got I got them behind me 
to support what I was trying to do because nobody was offering this product at the time. So now you had an idea, you start a journey. Was it an easy journey? And is that everything you wanted it? If I told you it was easy, I'd be lying. And if it was was easy, I think everybody would do it, right? And I tell even young entrepreneurs now that I mentor, even folks who, um, older folks who wants to even start a small business, you know, I I always prepare them that, hey, there's a lot of bad days when you run a business. There's a lot more bad days than there are good days. But when when it's good, it's really, really good. It kind of outweighs the bad but you take the bad days and you learn from it and you grow from it and you make yourself better. So it's, it's a challenge. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun if you really feel it. Right. Um, but what I envisioned, um, at the time when I started my, my business was I, again, me being so competitive that I wanted to own the market. I wanted to be the best and I wanted everybody to know about what I was doing. And I think I accomplished that pretty well. And, you know, I, I share this story what is what really dawned on me at some point was when I started meeting uh, other businesses at trade shows. And the first question they would ask me is, how did you get into Walmart? I've been trying for 25 years and I'm still, still not in Walmart. How did you do it? And so in, in the retail business, when you when folks get into Walmart, that's like hitting a gold mine for them. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I, I, I don't know. They came to me, which was another amazing story. Walmart came to me and asked me to put my product in their stores, um, which, again, is really un- sometimes unheard of at the time. And, um, you know, so it's, you know, like I said, when you believe it, you build it, they will come kind of like Field of Dreams, right? They build it, they will come to you and they're going to want your product some point. By the way, that's unheard of then. It's still unheard of today. Walmart yeah. is not going to Prada asking, please come to my store. That yeah. is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, you know, I, I shared another amazing story while we're talking about Walmart was I actually had a team of buyers. Um, mm-hmm. They were really excited about what I was doing that flew back to my factory where I was making my product. And, um, the whole conversation was, we're only going to give you three hours at your factory. We're going to walk your factory and then we're going to talk business. They ended up spending six hours of their time with me that day at my factory because that's how much they really wanted to support me in the products that I was offering. So it, 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 it's quite a unique story. And I, I share that with folks telling them, that, hey, if you, you know, if you, if you truly believe in what you're doing and be sincere about it, people will come and they're going to give you all the attention you need and support you in every way that they can. So um, I, I'm proud of that story, actually. I can sense, I mean, you put so much heart and soul into what you do and truly believing it. And you're such a people person, so genuine, so authentic. And when you show up with your full passion and really have this beautiful product, of course, everybody's going to love you. I appreciate that. Yes. So now I want to pivot a little bit, right? Me, you mentioned that You'll be lying if you told me business is just so easy, just me, like every day give me a great day. Let's talk about challenges. You know, can you recall, is there one of the biggest challenges you overcome through the journey? It's going to be multiple challenges. Um, I start from really the bottom. The key, the, the key I tell people is people. It's mm-hmm. so extremely difficult to find good people that truly believe in what you believe in and, and trying to carry that mission forward. 
right? Mm-hmm. So I went through so many different uh, sales executives that I had to hire to, to be with, again, you know, everybody thinks when they come on board that they're going to do the best thing ever, but it never seems to work out. Secondly, um, you know, the, the, the quality of the products, that's, that's really key. Um, cause you don't want to ruin your reputation and your brand, right? So working with the factories is, is a challenge. And, and as you know, and, um, you know, you, I, I, I give you a lot of credit. You told me you, you learned the, the English language in four years of being here. Um, with all my factories being in Asia, they don't really understand a lot of the times the American culture of doing business. They think by making a simple mistake, it's an easy fix. It doesn't work that way. Um, and having said that, one, one mistake could really take your company down. Right. So staying on top of the, 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 the factories and the language barrier um, that I have to deal with and then working with licensing with university, it's very difficult to get a license with the university. I mean, it's it's a lot of lot of red tape that you have to go through and mm-hmm. just mainly staying on top of those those things. It's mm-hmm. it's a full time job in itself. For sure. And. There are so many challenges, Ming. So let me ask you this. What drives you? What motivates you? Keep going the day that is a reptile, it's a mistake, it's a failure, it's anything. How do you keep going and pushing it through? You know what's uh, when I see when I see friends and even family um texting me, even from afar, California, Florida, hey man, we saw your product in, in Walgreens, or we saw your part product in Party City, that brings a real good smile to my face. Um, and that's what really drives me because when people think it's cool, it, it, then it drives me to keep trying to develop and continuing what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that's a huge motivation for me, uh, you know, that, that I see people happy. And then when fans, um, I used to get random messages from, uh, you know, alums from let's say university of Miami that would text me or I'm sorry, not text me, but email me and say, man, I wish I would have thought of this idea years ago. Um, this is such a great idea. I use your product in everything I do when I ship my products or I build my kids toys with your duct tape, uh, things like that. Again, just really motivates me like, wow, this is great. I'm actually making an impact and people really like what I, I'm, I'm offering. So that, that keeps me going, keeps me motivated. I'm motivated. So it's, it's fun that way. I love that, I man. You're just such a people person. You just want to bring a smile to people's face and really, you know, love what you do and love, you know, to serve. I think just such a spirit of you and so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And of course, I Ming, mean, today you are such a success, right? Coming seven year journey is not easy. And I think oftentimes we don't talk about it enough about, we talk a lot about success, but no one really talk about failure enough, which in my mind, failure is a stepping stone for any success. So I want to pivot a little bit, ask you, is there a biggest thing that you want to share with us today that, you know, how does that shape who you are? You know, that's a great question. And, and yes, it, it really does. Because when you fail is really what builds character, right? If, if you can pick back up from your failure and learn from it, that's what's going to make you, you know, a better person. So before I actually started Fan Tape, I had a, a, another little venture that I did with another friend and that failed tremendously. Um, and honestly, I think we were ahead of the game. Um, and, um, you know, some unethical things happened that really, uh, put, set me back a little bit. 
So I took from that experience and going back to my comment earlier, it was people, right? Mm-hmm. People, believing in people, finding the right uh, folks to work for you. And I found the wrong person to work with at the time. And so I took that and it, it was it was tough. It was it took a toll on me. It took a toll on uh, my family. It took a toll on our finances um, at the time. And, you know, it took a toll on my reputation. Um, people wow. people kind of gave me put me on the blacklist for a little bit because they thought I was this. I was the same as this other person that I was in the business with that we failed. So having said that, it, it took a period of time for me to really rebuild that all uh, and, and refocus myself and, and get the buy in from especially my, my wife and my, my, my family to help me, um, you know, pursue my fan tape career, executive fan and the, the brand fan tape and take that to the level that it was. So that 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 I would say failure is a is a big key to being successful. If you if you don't fail. And, and when you do, you won't know how to handle it. So I, I like it to hear people when they fail. And mm-hmm. when I invest now or when, I, when there's an opportunity for me to invest, I always ask you know, the entrepreneur, have you failed before? And when they say no, that makes me a little worried because, because now if, if my money went into your investment and you failed, it makes me worried that you may not know how to handle it. So I, I, I truly... I truly like the fact when people fail and pick back up because it builds character. And let me just piggyback on that thing. You know, sounds like that failure wasn't easy. It wasn't a small, tiny failure. It's like a big hit on your reputation, your finances. And that's your first venture, right? You always knew you wanted to be an entrepreneur. You did that, you fail. And that in Asian family, it doesn't look good, right? How did you get up? Because we all fail from time to time. And what really differentiates people is not when you fail, it's how do you get up. So how did you get up? How were you able to be unshakable and get up and do it again? You know, a lot of prayer, honestly. <laughs> there, were, there were days where I, I honestly didn't know how I was going to make it. Um, and I share this live, too. This is probably the first time I've, I've really shared this in public was, you know, there, there were days where I, I, I thought my life was coming to an end um, because what I put you know, uh, my family through my wife, through my kids through at the time. And so, you know, I've been, I've been blessed to have, you know, some really strong support from the family. Um, my wife, especially, you know, she, she always believes in what I have to say. It's, 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 it's really weird. And so I believe I'm the best salesman ever because if I can sell my wife, I can sell anybody. Right. <laughs> so I always, yeah, I, I turn to her and, you know, it's always, Hey, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And so, you know, that along with, you know, my brothers um, who have been a great support to me uh, every time, you know, when, when our family took a toe, they really stepped up. And to this day, I, I feel like I, I owe them a lot. And, um, you know, when, when uh, we, we, the family, even my brothers, my wife included, we've created this bond where if, if, anybody does have a failure or have struggles it just seems like it's just a natural that everybody just clicks together and help each other figure it out um so it's it's it comes in a combination of things i it's it's a great question you know i i sometimes don't even know how i got through that phase to be honest i, I thought i was going blind at some point where i couldn't see anything 
you know, I, I wow. didn't want to, I didn't want to see the next day uh, mm -hmm. because of the, the, the struggles, the challenges I had at the time. So that's why I live life to the fullest now. Um, Beautiful. You know, I, I, I enjoy every day, wake up, just loving it. I mean, I want to reframe that question, right? Today we are living in this pandemic world. It's not easy for every one of us. And if there are entrepreneurs today been through what you've been through, maybe are thinking, I don't know if there's a tomorrow, if he or she doesn't know how to see the light just yet. What would you tell him or tell her? You know, I use the phrase um, a lot, even with my own kids. Um, in life, in sports, I tell people, in, in entrepreneurs, I say, you know, he who hesitates is lost. You know, if, if you truly believe in it, go for it. Once you start hesitating, then you're going to start putting doubts in your mind. Then, then you're not really sure. Then the insecurity kicks in. And then you're going to put everything back on the back burner. And then five, 10 years down the road, you look back like, wow, I wish I would have done it. What if, you know, what if I would have given it a try? And so, you know, that's why I use the, 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 the term he who hesitates is, is, is lost. It's, you know, if, if you truly believe in it, I, I believe this pandemic, yes, it's taken a toll on a lot of people, um, in it, but it's worldwide, right? But there's always opportunities that come from this, um, you know, and so you just got to take a look at what you're what you're wanting to do and see if, if it's a good fit for that and go for it. Don't hesitate. If you believe in it, go for it. Don't, you know, don't don't do the what if. Don't say I'll try in a year or two, because as soon as you start putting stuff in the background, you'll never you'll never you know, approach it again. It's like throwing something in the closet. You think you're going to go and need that two months from now. You'll never remember. Mm -hmm. So go for it. Don't don't look at this pandemic as, as a lost opportunity. I heard this one saying that, you know, one day in our deathbed, when I'm laying there, we are not regretting things we did. We regret things we didn't do. So I love your message, Ming. It's really believing yourself Go for it and create your own economy and truly just choose to believe and have that single faith, that single focus, that single that enthusiasm, that passion that's going to make magic happen. Absolutely. Amazing. So, Ming, I want to ask you, you know, pivoting that question, right? So what does success mean to you since we talk about failure? And of course, you are a successful person. So what does success mean to you? And do you think you are successful? You know, success isn't always, I feel, about money. Right. Success is more of, you know, um, what people believe in you and, and basically in, in the way you carry yourself um, to be successful. You know, you, you can create a, a billion dollar company, but if everybody can't stand you, I mean, I, I don't know if that's considered success because you probably created more enemies than you, you've created friends. And so success is really, you know, it's a combination of things. I look at success as obviously you got to love what you do whatever the case that is, um, family and friends is, is a key to success as well. Because if you're, if you don't have that, um, infrastructure, you might not be happy. So then you don't feel like you're successful. Um, mm -hmm. living, living environment conditions, I think is, is also part of success because, you know, if you don't have the means to really live where you love and then you wake up unhappy every day, then that success is kind of out the window, right? Cause you didn't succeed into moving into a nice place or a nice environment or a nice city or state, whatever it is. So 
I feel like success doesn't always have to deal with money or what you've done. It's what other folks also perceive what you have done and carried yourself to be today as well. So, in that definition, do you think you are successful today? You know, I, I do. I feel I feel I feel like I'm really in a good place in my life right now. Um, as you mentioned, you know, I've been here in the Austin area for a little over three years, and getting involved in the community, um, especially with the our, my the Asian Chamber of Commerce, they've been really good to me. And I hope I can return the favor. I'm trying, but um, when I when I when I meet folks now, I don't I I don't come out and say, "Hey, I I, I built a business, I built a brand, and sold it." Um, that's probably part of my last conversation. But when they get to know me, and then we become friends, and then they start introducing me to other folks, then I feel like, okay, I'm 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 making a success here here in Austin. Um, getting my name out there, getting folks to know who I really am, and, and building that again infrastructure and foundation of of for me to uh, you know to help other folks succeed. So I feel really good where I'm at today. I really mm-hmm. do. You know, you obviously done it yourself, and now you are just trying to giving back and helping others to succeed, just like you did, which is so beautiful. And I gotta have to ask you, Smee. You mentioned that today you also invest in supporting other startup, other entrepreneurs to be successful. And you and me, we know this. As an Asian, we know math. Statistically, right, ninety percent of a startup or entrepreneur gonna fail. I'm gonna ask, what made you successful? What is the one single thing, if you can single out, that made you who you are today and truly stand out among all others in in your time? You know, for me at the time, I think I came to the market um, believing what I had to offer was something that nobody else at the time nobody actually really did. It, it was an idea, a concept that has never been proven, and so by me believing that, that's why I felt others would believe it. And so, being um, you know living in the best country in the world, I see mm-hmm. United States, you know. Sports really is an entertainment for us, right? When when there's no football uh, at any level, college, professional, um, it's really boring. There's really nothing to watch on TV. So I felt like if I can capture that audience with my product, then I knew I was onto something. And so the key for me was continuing to develop that in in uh, in the outreach program. So that's why I spent a lot of my time. Going to different universities and speaking um, to the alumni association, offering my products, creating different programs where they can um, engage their alum to come back and, and give back to the university somehow, because that's how they generate and 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 um and keep their universities going is through the alumni donation. So just staying ahead of the game, right? Trying to be creative and being engaging at the same time to keep. My business and my vision going. Um, once I lost focus, or if I were to lose focus, that would probably be the end of it. So it's always trying to stay one step ahead and believe. So with with businesses now that are starting, I always ask for their business plan because I like to see what they're seeing five years down the road once they start the business, um, or even ten uh, years down the road. What's their vision and businesses that are looking for investments that that don't provide me with that it's an automatic red flag for me and i i just say no I just, it, because if you don't have a have a plan then where where are you going right what's what's your end game 
So I, that's part of my, um, my learning experience and how, you know, I look at businesses now, if they're going to make it or not. I love that you said really, you know, you have an idea, but you really set a vision, not just an idea, truly, truly pull your heart. And so you believe in it and go after with this persistence, with focus, with this discipline. And I think that, that enable you to be someone so special and so successful today. Thank you. So beautiful. So, you know, man, obviously this is a long journey to today. I'm curious, you know, looking back, reflecting, would you change anything if you had this magic wand? Ooh, tough question. <laughs> wow. You know, yes, I would change some, but it's very minor, very minor things. Um, you know, I think I could have done a better job, um, you know, with, with the, um, the, uh, the, what do you call it? The, the manufacturing cycle of things. I made my life a little bit more difficult by, you know, using different manufacturing, doing different things. But, but honestly, other than that, I mean, and besides, you know, finding the right, uh, folks to work for me, I probably wouldn't change a whole lot. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, from the business aspect, what I was doing, I miss it. I think about it all the time, you know, where, oh where would mm-hmm. be today, if I continued, you know, uh, mm-hmm. part of the company, um, but not a whole lot I would change. I would, mm-hmm. It's a life lesson, right? And and if, if I if I had that wish, um, you know, it's it's one of those things. Only if, right? If I had this wish, I don't know if I really want to have that wish. You know, be because it's always going to be in the back of my head. Like, oh man, only if, only if I would have done this. I'd rather just take what I did, learn from it, and move forward. And that's the key to to to, to my life going forward. I love that. And, you know, that lead me to my next question is, mean, um, you build a business from a little idea in your basement in the cold, cold Michigan to this successful enterprise. Was it easy to let go? Because that was your baby. Like seven years is not easy, right? Every single day you are going in and out, you are grinding, you are hustling. Was it easy to let go? And I think a lot of, you know, us, a lot of entrepreneurs, when it's first baby, first, you know, a real success is, you know, it's, it's that it's a part, it becomes who you are. It's part of you, right? Was it the easy decision? Was it easy to let go? No, it was not. Um, it was actually pretty emotional for me. Um, and I share this story. It was the last day um, that I was there. Actually, it was, it was one of those days like, boy, do I really know what I'm doing? Like, do, do I, is this really what I want? Um, so it was, it was, it was really sad. You know, and I mentioned I, I miss it. I miss it all the time. I just, uh, but it was the right thing to do um, because of the opportunity that I had. And honestly, it came to the point in my in in my life and in the business where you had mentioned that I'm a people person. Um, I enjoy being out there meeting folks. Um, you know, introducing my product. I felt like I was more tied down to babysitting which I'm not really good at. <laughs> so I, it took me from what I really enjoy doing to more of things that I didn't enjoy doing. And it was going on for a period of time where I just felt like, you know what, it's time to really exit and, and put it in good hands of somebody that really wants to um, dedicate and do this for the rest of their life. Cause I didn't see myself doing that for the rest of my life. And when I started the business, when I started the, the plan, I actually had a five-year exit strategy, but it took me seven. 
So it, you know, I gave it two extra years, right? And timing with the family and the kids, everything just added up. And um, I felt like it was just time to go. You know, I laugh about it now, but growing up, my, both my parents would say, you know, he he's different than you guys. He's stubborn. He he's never gonna listen to you guys. You know, and 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 it's true. I I, you know, just like um us, my family picking up and leaving Michigan, right? My entire family still lives in Michigan, all other siblings. And the time was, I'm leaving. And they're like, no, you're not. I said, yeah, I, I, I actually am this. I want to get out of the code. I want to move to Texas. And I just did it. I didn't really hesitate or um, ask for permission. And I, I just, when I believe in something, I just go ahead and do it. And if the rest follows, great. If they don't, so be it. I just keep moving on. Wow, you are the natural born leaders. Yeah, well. <laughs> and you know, today you are just such a legend, right? Whether it's your family or the life you create, you are the first person who left, you know, your first person started business and truly, you know, made something that, you know, so incredible. I'm sure you and your entire family are so proud of you. And I want to pivot the question, you know, your parents come to America, right? In that such a turmoil time from Vietnam and you made a big, huge, beautiful success for yourself and your for your family today. I'm curious, what does American dream mean for you? You know, I think I accomplished it, honestly. Um, I say that because I think I had the harder road than most American kids who have this dream. And so, um, the, you know, we, we live, I think I shared this with you, is we live in the best country, in the country with the most opportunities. And I don't believe in excuses. Um, I truly, I'm, and I tell my kids this all the time too, is that, you know, don't tell me, don't give me excuses because I, I don't like hearing it. So just, just do it. Right. So I feel like I accomplished that. I, I, I gave it a run. I was, you know, I, I, I call it, I had the best of both worlds actually, because I'm still very traditional in an, uh, in, um, in an aspect with my Vietnamese culture, very close, speak the, the language fluently, still carry that, those, a lot of the tradition in my family life. But I also had the experience of the American dream, as you would say, where I grew up as an, uh, an American, played the sports, you know, had to live, you know, the, the, the good life, you know, um, and then go on, you know, got a great uh, education and then worked in, in, and made decent money as an engineer. And then go on and start my own business and 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 become a success from that. So I I truly believe if I can do it, anybody can do it. And so there's no excuses for that. So the so the I feel like I, I truly witnessed the American dream, what I just went through in my life. Beautiful. That is so incredible. And you mentioned this, you know, you had a both. That's part of both worlds, whether it's your Vietnamese background or grew up in America and play sports, all that. How do you instill that discipline and that experience to your children that you are the father today, right? So they are grew up in this beautiful country. They probably don't have to eat rice with one piece of egg, right? They probably have multiple eggs, right? How do you make sure um, pass down that discipline, that, that grit, that perseverance that you had coming from your, your experience? You know, I, I, I share this with people a lot of times, you know, I, I ran a business, had a bunch of folks working, but it's harder for me to manage my own kids. You know, it's, 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 it's such a challenge because they're your kids, right? And they don't understand it. So 
I, I struggle. I would lie to you if I said that I, I didn't. However, I, I constantly remind them of where I came from. It's little things, little things like um, even at the dinner table where my, I have three boys and, and my daughter's the oldest. The older kids, you know, they don't have an issue uh, finishing their dinner. But the younger kids, they do. And I always eat their leftovers. And they always ask me why, why, why. But I said, that's how I grew up because I don't believe in waste. I don't, I feel like what's put in front of you, you really have to, you know, admire that and, and not throw it away because it doesn't come easy for a lot of folks. There's folks in this world that are starving right now. And that's something that my mom really embedded into me. I, I used to remember, even though I had a, a half bowl full of just rice, my mom would pick it up and eat it because she didn't want it to go to waste. So just little simple things like that, um, mm -hmm. that I try to pass down onto the kids. And I used, I created a saying for my, my kids and they'll tell you if you ever get a chance to meet them is, you know, um, friends come and go, but family is forever. We have a huge family. We have cousins all over the country here. Um, my kids, most of their cousins are back in Michigan, uh, some in Texas, but we make sure that they, you know, are in communication with each other because you never know when these kids need the support, um, especially in today's society where social media to, um, you know, just the, the environment itself with this pandemic, you see all the hate and the ugly and the challenges people go through. And so I feel like right now they need family more than any, any other time in their life. And, um, you know, with this, the, with this, uh, COVID, you know, homeschooling, it's been a challenge for my kids, you know, they're stuck in their bedroom. So we give them an outlet of let's keep the family traditions. Let's keep communication with family. Right. And so that's part of the culture that I would, I want to, in, uh, you know, embed in my kids to keep that going even with just the four of them going forward. So that's the key. Wow. So beautiful. And I want to say my mom do the same thing with the rice as well. So today I have a hard time to throw things away. So thank you for calming that because Eric never understands. So I felt I'm being loved. So thank you. I think it's so beautiful that what you do and how you want to cultivate this family, a forward culture for yourself and your beautiful family, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, today you've done so much. There's so much up and down and you come this moment. You are just such a beautiful, wonderful soul, wonderful heart. And I'm just so honored to meet you today and kind of share your beautiful stories. And, you know, I'm curious, you know, my last question to you, Ming, is, is there anything else you want to share that I have not asked today? You know, is there something else you want to share with today's entrepreneurs who may be in their grind, in their hustling, trying to figure things out? And is there anything else you want to share? I share with, especially entrepreneurs, right? And I've, I've said this all along through our, 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 our session here is like, don't give up. You know, you hear that all the time. And it's, it's, it's really easy actually to give up. It's really just easy to just say, I'm done. I quit. No more. The hard part is keep going. Um, but if you believe in it, the key is keep going, surround yourself with the, the, the support of folks, you know, folks that were truly is going to help you succeed. And the funny thing, too, is that I tell folks this all the time is when you start a business, um, you come from a family that's very tight knit. Be ready to lose them. Um, if you lose them, you just got to prepare yourself for it, especially, you know, if, if, if you're extremely close, because sometimes family 
could be your worst enemy. Um, they don't believe in your, their, your vision or your mission, and they become really naysayers, right? And so that's a challenge in itself. That's a stress that you really don't need as an entrepreneur. You just got to learn to set that aside and, and, and uh, believe in your vision and, and your mission. So that's my message is keep going, right? If you believe in it, keep going. Don't let anybody stop you. You can only stop yourself. So beautiful, Ming. I love that message. Don't give up and just truly choose to believe. There's going to be a light in the end of the tunnel and really just follow through your vision and just keep going. Keep failure, grinding. A failure experience does not make you a failure. You stopped. The moment you give up, that made you become a quote-unquote failure. So I think if anybody who want to be successful, who are so looking up someone like me, really choose to believe, hold to a vision, and keep going. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Ming, for joining us today. Share such a beautiful story with us. You know, your heart, your soul, you're such a wonderful man. I feel like everybody can hear it, can, can feel it, and so touched and so inspired by it. I really want to honor you and thank you for being you know, such a full presence and share so many authentic and beautiful and wonderful stories. So thank you so much for coming to join us. And thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it. I enjoy it so much. I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I cannot wait to see you guys next Tuesday. Bye, guys. Thank you. Have a great day.